0: you for all you've done for us thank you for this session of the podcast we are grateful that we can live to see this day we're grateful that i miss all the kids around the world you've kept us safe you kept you kept us sound and we've not heard any bad news about our loved ones and families we pray that it stays that way we pray that you have mercy on the world and take this pandemic away from us in the name of Jesus. We give you all the praise. And we pray that today's session will inspire and help someone out there. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Okay, so before we start, um Solomon, I know your new single is out. <laughs> yeah,
1: man.
0: And I just want you to say more, just a bit about it and tell people about it. It's called Loyalty. Um, You can download it on all music platforms if you're um wherever you are actually um yeah so if you can just tell us a bit more and where people can find your tongue.
1: Um uh, so yeah it's called loyalty um it's just about going through life and understanding that um you can't for one you can't go through life alone um through any um kind of circumstances you do need people around you but it needs to be the right people um, right. But obviously, among while you're going through life, you're gonna find some people who are more on your side than others, and it's about mm-hmm. keeping the the ones who have always been consistent. Um, uh, with you at all times, and the ones who haven't, you just gotta let them go, kind of thing. Um,
2: oh, that's yeah, that's that, really really yeah, cool. That's,
1: that's pretty that much what cool. it is. Yeah. Okay,
0: so I'm gonna play loyalty at the end. For everyone to kind of have a a, a listen to what how it sounds, it's, I think it sounds amazing. By the way, still,
1: oh, thank yes,
0: you. Yes, I listened to it. I really enjoyed listening. Jeez,
1: thank mm-hmm.
0: you. Like two days ago, I had it on blast in the car when we we're going out, and I was like, "Oh my
1: god!"
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: I was like, oh wow, yeah, me same. I was listening. I was like, oh wow, this is facts. Like, this is really happening. Yes. <laughs> I appreciate
1: that.
0: Man. Like- yeah, I think it's cool. Right. So today we're gonna talk about like parenting, upbringing. We've got different, different people. So I'm just gonna introduce everyone. We've got the amazing honorable Joshua. Hello. We've got <laughs> we've got Solomon, which is my little, well, he's not little, he's not little, but he's my baby brother.
2: <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> we've got Dorcas, who's one of my cousins, and we've got Deborah, who's one of my cousins. As well. Hello. Hi guys. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Yay, thank you for joining me. Right. Thank you for having us. Yeah, (laughs) today we're gonna talk about all interesting things about parenting, all interesting things about our growing ups. We've all had like different, different upbringing. Um, I think I'm gonna start with Dorcas. I'm gonna start with Dorcas because Dorcas is a pastor's daughter and i know that when you're daughter, there's so much expectation um on you to be like almost perfect if not a perfect human being which does not work in the real world because nobody's perfect Mm -hmm. um the first question i want to ask doctors is do you think pastors kids miss out on a lot especially in, in childhood because they have to share They are parents with everyone. Um, What do you think?
4: Okay, yeah. So my answer to your question is yes, we do. Um, It's because of the nature of um, our parents' work. So they always have to be looking after the other sheep visiting them when they're right. sick um, attending church programs like doing all sorts of things like they're lawyers they're doctors they're everything yeah they are, they're always doing something of like every profession and so sometimes it, it, it puts us in the rear so it's like we don't really really enjoy them but um saying that they they are not I won't say um, pastors are irresponsible people they are not some tend to totally neglect the upbringing of their children and how it is done but others to find ways and means of nurturing their children in a godly way so sometimes because they um should I say they are too busy, um, some crevices are created, which the devil takes advantage of to you know, steal these children. So sometimes you hear people make statements like um, mm. pastor's children are spoiled. Personally, um, it's, it's a statement I don't like hearing because until you're in the shoes of a pastor's child, you, you don't know what we go through the sacrifices we have to make. And sometimes it's like because your parents are pastors, and if you have an issue, you can sometimes it's difficult, maybe even opening up to them, like the way other people would call sometimes around 2 a.m. and pour mm-hmm. out all their problems from them. So it's like, hey, you are the pastor's child, you can't go and be saying your issues around, you know. So sometimes you you kind of keep it in you and then some end up falling to bad company because what is out there looks attractive. So then curiosity sets in. You sort of um, would want to experience what you think the other children are experiencing. Okay. But the other side to it too is that... um, when you are brought up in a very godly home, even even though your parents may be busy and all that, instead, the, the fear of God that they instill in you keeps you right on track, okay? So for example, you look at um, Abraham. Abraham was called a friend of God. He had kids, he had, one of his kids was Isaac. Isaac didn't turn out to be bad. In fact, so God says He's the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So He He had um, a relationship with a grandfather, with a father, um, with a grandson. However you put it, these ten these people turned out to be people that now we we are always mentioning their names. Now, when you look at the other side of the coin, um, you look at a priest called Eli the one who brought up Samuel, the prophet Samuel. Now, um, Eli had two sons, but these didn't turn out to be like, let's say, um, Isaac and Jacob. They did um, detestable things in the sight of the Lord. Okay, so you being a preacher's kid doesn't mean that because your parents are into ministry and maybe they may not have a lot of time for you, you would want to mess up your life and all that. Why not follow in the footsteps of Isaac and Jacob? It's mm-hmm. very possible. In fact, the relationship that your parents have with God does not guarantee you Absolutely. your salvation or doesn't guarantee you your entry heaven. You would also have to build a relationship mm-hmm. with him. So just as Abraham built a relationship with God, Isaac did the same thing. He had a relationship with God. David, um, sorry, Jacob mm-hmm. had a relationship mm-hmm. with god when he got to battle and he wrestled with angel he he said he's not he was not going to let go until the lord blessed right. him there so in your in, in your growing up your parents they, they have their own issues you are also an, mm-hmm. a unique yeah. individual on your own so you have to wrestle for your salvation. You have to wrestle for what is yours. You have to wrestle for what your life will turn out to be. Because if you are going to rely on it, it the, um, there's this um, verse. Um, it's just Psalm twenty-seven, verse ten. Uh, to paraphrase, it says that your your mother and father may disappoint you, leave you, they may hmm. abandon you, you, yeah, they'll, disap- they'll disappoint you. When when they do that, who do you have to turn right. to? God is the ultimate and like with I've not listened to Solomon's song, but when you look around you, you won't find a lot of yes. a lot of loyal people you won't. People are not easily to be trusted. Even those you call your friends. Kind of when they get up and then mm-hmm. they look like your enemies. And you wonder how that happened. You see, so the ultimate is God, I believe, and and one thing I've I've learned is that once you have a relationship with God, He will guide you. So the people who fear the Lord, He shows them the secrets that He has. So God, so it, so you, I don't know. I'm going too much into the Bible, but let me just say, when God was wanted to destroy um, what's it called, Sodom and Gomorrah. He decided to discuss it with Abraham and with God, that God, if you find 50 mm-hmm. people, will you destroy the city? So Abraham tried negotiating till he came to 10 people because he knew that his cousin Lot and his family was in Sodom and Gomorrah, and he didn't want them to be mm-hmm. destroyed. You mm-hmm. get it? So when you're praying to God like that, like he tells you they're on scene, what people don't see, you you can't see because you walk with God. Okay, so in, in entirety, I would say that um, being a PK, it's sometimes um, challenging, but when we decide to follow the God and to serve the God that our parents are serving, it's not going to be a hurdle for us.
3: Wow, that's, that's yeah. nice.
1: <laughs> oh, that's nice.
4: <laughs>
1: yeah
0: okay Joshua um I wanted to ask Joshua because you know Joshua is about is it three or four generations <laughs> of children you know the upbringing like I said is different because I I grew up with no mom and dad not because I don't have a mom and dad but they were in a different world <laughs> so that's what I mean and then I had to go out with cousins. Deborah was one of them. Dorcas was one of them. I had to go out with cousins, aunties, uncles, mm-hmm. and then like being raised by grandma. So it, it's a very different, it was a very different atmosphere and experience for me um, in the sense that I saw, I saw everyone has um, their own values. So it, if, it, it was a bit confusing, like trying to grow up around everyone's different values because aunties and uncles all lived in, with separate people growing up. So some did not live with grandma and some did. So then it was a lot of different values that as a child, I, I would have to pick up. And then now having my own kids It's like, oh my God, which of these values do I instill in them? So for example, back in Africa, the upbringing is very different from here in England or other parts of the diaspora. Um, In Africa, they believe in beating you and then they believe as a way of correction Mm -hmm. and getting you on the straight and narrow path. Um, So some of the beating in my opinion, is not beaten as abuse because if you're kicking me on the floor, that's not that, that that doesn't become a way of correcting me anymore. That that becomes an abuse of me.
4: So yeah.
0: but then I'm 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 sitting here and I'm thinking that's the way they were taught to <laughs> discipline a child. So it's not per se something they want to do, mm-hmm. but it's something that they have known as well growing up. So then it's like the tradition goes on. So now I'm I'm gonna have to break that cycle by not doing that to my kids. Mm. Now the struggle is what is mm. acceptable and what is not acceptable. Do you get me? So when a child has done something, I with Joshua, we've started to adopt, sit down and talk about it. You get as much you know reprimanding without any smacking or anything like that i mean the other day i made him write lines (laughs) because that was one of the things Mm -hmm. we used to do when we were young if you did something naughty in school you write lines Mm -hmm. that you never Mm -hmm. do it again so you can write like thousand lines to prove that you're not gonna like repeat that mistake, which was I think, which I think is fair. I mean, I didn't let him write thousand lines, but he wrote lines, and he was very tired by the time he was done. And we do other things like talking about the behavior and like set some rules, you know, because as we grow, we change. We all change. We have all been there. We've all been ten. We've all been fifteen. We've all been twenty. So it's like it's just finding the balance. But I feel like it's a bit mad when it comes to Africa. Maybe I'm wrong. Some of might disagree, but I do not personally think physical a physical attack on a child is necessarily a way of getting them on the straight and narrow. Because um, people have said that it, it's worked. Oh, we're still here. We're still here, but you're here broken. You're here bitter that you you were used as a punching bag. You're here unhappy about it. So I feel like a lot of awareness needs to be raised because I know people in England who are still hitting their kids. I've sat in um, child protection meetings where a parent is still arguing that we're hitting Ghana. We're hitting Ghana and still arguing the fact that you punch your child in the face and you're in trouble and you're still sitting there saying we're hitting Ghana. Like this is not Ghana. That's the point. So you have to find mm-hmm. other ways of disciplining mm. your kids without inflicting pain that will cause damage
4: moving mm-hmm. forward.
0: Mm-hmm. You understand? Yes, I believe in, you know, smacking everyone once in a while if that what they've done is really <laughs> bad, but I don't believe in punching a child or kicking them to the floor. I I do not subscribe to that. Um, Having said that, yeah, yeah, so that's what I'm saying, in my childhood memories, I, I saw a lot of that, a lot of kicking and hitting and slapping and punching and kicking on the ground. And that was not nice. You understand? And I feel like if you've ever gone through that and it's created some sort of bitterness and you're still in contact with those people, then you should be able to talk to them and say, listen, this is some of the things because I had I to go to therapy to actually let that steam out of my system to talk about it because those were things that created some sort of childhood trauma in me. I didn't even realize it was there. And recently I had to speak to that uncle about it and said, you know, some of the way you were disciplining was abuse. It was child abuse. And it was wrong and he apologized he said i'm really sorry if i hurt you in that kind of way and all that and i think that kind of gave me some peace you know to know that he finally apologized and so it's important for your own sanity if you if even if it's with your parents you should be able to talk to them i think we kind of have this thing where we feel like, oh, Af- African parents, they are so strict, so we can't talk to them. But sometimes I think we are just assuming these things. And I know that some of our parents can be very harsh in their approach, but maybe if you cannot sit and talk to them in a way that they will understand, like we are in time you know, back in the day, to be honest, you can't even argue with anything. You get what you get. You don't get to negotiate. But now, like, I think our parents have a better understanding of what the world looks like. They have a better understanding of what should be happening and what shouldn't be happening. At least there's more awareness, and they kind of are adapting to some of the changes we definitely have to discipline kids when they are wrong, because the Bible says, you know, you said the rod is for the child, so I get that. But at the same mm-hmm. time, the Bible says that we should let the little children come to God, and letting the little children mm-hmm. come to God um, is not just like saying, oh, you have to pray, you have to read your Bible, you have to do this, you have to do that. But what are you doing to draw them close to God? Because if you are if your child is embittered because of something you you have done, then it's going to be hard because if you say you're serving God and you want them to serve God and you're not doing the things that will make them draw close to God, then it's like, it's going to be difficult. And then there's the part that says, children obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your mother and father so that your days will be long on earth. But it also goes on to say, parents, don't provoke your kids to anger. You know, I see, I hear a lot of parents using this verse, which applies to the children, but they don't go on to read the part which applies to them, which says, do not provoke your kids to anger, which means that there's equally a punishment for parents to provoke their kids into anger. So you're doing other things that you're not supposed to do and you're you're making like your child feel a certain type of way and you're not giving them reasons like why you're even doing what you're doing we african, sometimes some african parents tend to want to discipline without any conversation or questions like answering any questions like saying okay you're i'm giving you this punishment because I think you did A, B and C and you talk about the behavior moving forward. What are we going to do to change it? But we just think that, oh, I'm just going to smack them and that's it. It, You're not doing anything. You know, have you seen kids who were smart and they didn't care. They didn't even cry because they, they, Mm -hmm. they, they grow a tough skin and then they are used to it. It becomes new normal to them. So we we kind of have to watch that. Like being a parent now, I see how challenging these things can be, and sometimes you have to really like really speak to yourself so that you don't become that person who is inflicting pain on your kids. So yeah, ha- I always have to give myself a like a reality check and make sure I don't act in the mm. heat of the moment, but make sure that you're really sane. In your mind before you you, you make any move, you know. Like now, um, Joshua. One of the questions I wanted to ask you: hmm? uh, Um, what do you like or dislike about parenting? <laughs> because I know there's two things <laughs> you got to say. So the things I
2: like and dislike about parenting is well, the things I like about parenting is you get. To um look after your children, which is fun because you know they do fun things with you. Right. The thing I dislike about being a parent is when your child is angry and they um throw things and slam doors. It mm. you get, you gets the parent frustrated, so the parent has to do something bad to the child, but not real bad. Like one said, in Ghana, when you do something bad, you get spanked,
1: Fire. like
2: with cave, or you get a punishment. So mm-hmm. instead of beating, you could sit down and say, why did you do this? Why were you slamming <laughs> doors? Mm-hmm. So you could explain the child could explain in some way or maybe they might they might just ignore you because they didn't really want to talk about this. feelings
0: right so you don't want to talk about your feelings but you want to be disrespectful and that's acceptable is that what you're saying <laughs> 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 no no sorry. it's a conversation so at- I mean, I don't see how you get to slam the door in our face and then we're supposed yeah. to be laughing about it. Oh, you're saying other kids. Okay. Yeah, yeah but um, that's what I'm trying to say. That I don't see how... Yeah, because obviously, if you slam the door, I'm going to talk to you about that. But, well, not that you've done it. But, yeah. So that's what you hate about parenting. Yeah, because you
2: have to, like, deal with other dangerous. to
0: okay now what are some of the valuable lessons that you think mommy and daddy has taught you
2: uh, never rely on other people like to make you happy so when you bored, you can pick a book do some work play a game what else um talk to god Mm-hmm. To help you, sometimes when you're in these, things, you need someone. You need someone like a friend, so you can pray to God for strength and healing and power. Okay, um, what else? Daddy th- taught me to always stay positive and find some. Solution to problem. Okay.
0: Um, anything else you want to
2: share? Parents won't always be, be there. Okay. So, so basically, it means that when you grow older and you have a future ahead of you, when you become someone, your parents won't be there to give you money because you'll be working for your own money but if you don't become someone Mm -hmm. then and you're poor they won't give you money because they'll say (laughs) i told you you should have done
1: that
4: oh god we've given you too
0: much information haven't we (laughs) that's good Oh my god! Yeah. Well, that's the real life. So we've got to tell you. I don't have to wait till you're eighteen to tell you the truth yeah. about life. So there you go. There you have it. Yeah. So um, I think um, okay. There's one more thing, Joshua. So what are some of the things you've learned about, like as a child in this generation, dealing with your feelings? Because we know there's a lot of pressure on kids, like. In this day and age, to be like everyone else, and like some kids get angry, some kids are, you know, end up in with mental health issues and all that. But what have you like learned about dealing with these kind of things? Like, you
2: you know, when I'm in school, I just feel like I have these um these feelings. I have like do something about it. So sometimes. I danced in okay. the playground mm-hmm. to clear my mind off. Right. But if you have like a strong feeling, so, like, sometimes you have to put them aside and you, 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 until like, you're ready to take the responsibility. Right. Because... Of
0: owning your feelings. Yeah. Okay. And then, um, let's see, how do you, let's say if you were angry and you were upstairs, how would you how would you deal with your anger like oh,
2: I would probably try then I, I I would have a thing in my thing, but I'll try and sleep I would, <laughs> okay I will try and get rid of my anger by writing something
0: okay like but writing your feelings down your
2: or reading the book, okay, or, or anything
0: like that, or just um, and watching in. Okay, that's nice, thank you, Joshua. Um, I'm gonna come, <laughs> to the, I'm gonna come, bless you, I'm gonna come to Deborah. So, um, Deborah, on the other hand, growing up, grew up, I mean, as much as we grew up in the same house, she had like mom there like guiding her every step of the way i mean you dare not touch her she, <laughs> you're gonna be in a lot of trouble with mom if i can't remember um so it's like mom was there you know because dad was mm-hmm. uh, outside the country so it's like more like mom mm-hmm. doing everything with them with deborah and um, farming um how do you think like not having dad? do you think was there any difference, like not having dad there, or do you think it was just normal? Like, mom, you do you, you feel that, like uh, mom, feel say, that, that?
3: Um, in the beginning, it was kind of hard because, um, like being five and whatnot, and going to school and seeing um other kids come with their dad or talking about their dad in school is like, okay, where is my dad? You know, and um, mm-hmm. I'll give everything to my mom like she really did a good job raising me because uh she made me feel right. like she made me feel like even though my dad wasn't there it was okay I mean it's it's not okay I mean I'm not saying she made it look okay even though my dad was not there she just made sure that she put po- uh she I mean she played both sides she was the mom and at the same time the dad But in the beginning, Mm -hmm. like I said, it was kind of hard because Mm -hmm. you know how you're five and you go to school and all your friends keep talking about their dads like, oh, I did this with my dad or my dad will pick me up or you know what? And then it's like, you don't have nothing to say about your dad. I had like my uncle picking me up from school or my cousins picking me up from school or my mom. So I don't have a dad. And sometimes it kind of hurt. And then back in Ghana it was like it was hard to keep in contact with someone who was outside of the country it's like you have to have a certain time you have to be by the phone and all that kind of like stressful it was like I was so eager it was like I was so waiting to talk to my dad and then even sometimes it's like it it got to a point it was like I was just tired it's like I don't I don't really care no more. It's like my mom is here, so I don't really care. And then, so like, what really made it out for me is the first time that I saw my dad. Because knowing that when when my mom gave birth to me, Aww. that was when my dad left. So, the first time that I saw my dad, yeah, it was.
0: So it, it was hard. Yeah, it was. It was hard for all of us because I think I saw when my dad first came to Ghana I was like 14 that was the first time I set eyes on my dad and you yeah. actually thought yeah, my dad was your dad as well yeah, <laughs> I remember
2: that. And
3: I was crying
0: do you remember that I, didn't,
3: my mom, I cried the whole night and it was like yeah. a really sad house that day uh, because everybody was, was really though. sad with me and mm-hmm. crying with me because it was really sad because I never seen my dad before yeah. and then somebody else my cousins like me growing up with my cousins and being a kid i was thinking like that's my dad too you know but then that's not how it works they had their dad too and your right. dad too and it was but hey
0: guess what everyone is happy now mm-hmm. because everyone has their dad and mom mm-hmm. and <laughs> everyone is like yeah happy but... I guess. at least you know at least you, if you're not as happy as you want to be, mm-hmm. at least you know they're there. Do you get me? Like, you know, when to find them, you know, they're there. You know, like, that, that's, yeah. that, that's just it. You know, they are humans too. And sometimes yeah. they'll make mistakes, they'll not get it right. I know that now. You don't get it right. And that's okay. You know, like, you just, I mean, they are all older now. And I'm sure if they could turn, that, that the place, clock. Yeah. They'll mm-hmm. do a lot of things differently, and 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 to make to make us even mm-hmm. more happier than they have so far. So as uh, as much as we, we we have all these feelings, mm-hmm. we still like bear that in mind yeah. that you know let's cut them from flat. And then Solomon, <laughs> Solomon, the mummy's mm-hmm. boy,
2: okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Solomon. You, I think you had it, I think you had it great, to be honest. I'm gonna say you had it great because you had both mommy and daddy all the time. You didn't have any, like, worries, like they never left your side in terms of, I think up until we came here and then, you know, in the teenage years and stuff, Mm -hmm. I think you've had mom and dad like throughout.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? I don't, do you get me so how has it been for you i think you yeah, have like great um, memories I think, to
1: be honest. yeah i think having both parents was definitely i could see the especially when i'm comparing it to other people i know i can i can tell the the difference of, of mm-hmm. the, the benefit of having both parents not that having right. one parent is is um
2: mm-hmm.
1: is like a bad thing but you There is definitely a difference when you have two people um, in your life who you can go to. Mm That, for instance, if 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 um, for instance, if one pisses you off, you can go to the other one kind of thing. And vice versa. Um, if 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 you want, if you want um, traitor. if If I wanted something, and one said no, I can go to the other kind of thing. Um, yeah, like and and both both different parenting styles. There were, there were two different parent mm-hmm. styles. Um which actually changed over time. I thought yeah. uh, with Dad he was just always very, very, very soft at the beginning. Um and uh and then mom Mum was the strict yeah. one, And then I think that kind of changed over when uh <coughs> yeah I think yeah as as I got older maybe um a girl
0: yeah, I think that changed because as you got older, you you know yeah. when you're a teenager, it's harder to manage. So obviously the tactic he was using hmm. has to change. Not just you on all of us we to change wanted, yeah. to be able to get like the results he was. Nah, I, mean, all all I, mean, I mean,
1: we haven't. turned out with, badly. <laughs> with, with with the information they had, they done the job that um, they could yeah you know by
0: the um, time.
1: yeah so yeah. Th- there's nothing I absolutely would, um, really changed. even even the things that i would change um, like ultimately i wouldn't have because of how, it, exactly what you just said how 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 we how we turn out um i feel like even like left mm-hmm. what basically i was living by myself from what 16 to about 21, and even right. though I was out like, out in the world, kind of thing, the same values that I had been taught still stayed with me. Um, you know, wh- yeah, so. Right. Which is why I didn't really get in that much trouble anyway. But, but, um, but yeah, like
2: mm-hmm.
1: a few uh, here and there. You Not
0: know, that much, but I see. I, you. I, um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, um, yeah. I'll I say, yeah. I, and I hope you, you don't get swollen-headed over there, but Solomon is one honest person. Like, he can, I think that's one of the things he learned from mom and dad, to be honest, no matter what, no, like, no. let your yes be yes and your no be no. So if he can't do it, he's gonna, like, if he can do it, he, he will do it. If he can't do it, He's not going to kill himself. He's not going to make any promises. And he's not going to, like, tell to please you. Like, that is yeah. one thing that I love about him. And he's an amazing uncle. An amazing, 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 amazing uncle. Like, he's there for all his nephews and nieces. If it's things that are challenging, he will speak to them. He will try and correct them. So the other day, um, just told me, like, you know how he went mm. to the party when he was like three.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah Do you remember
0: across yeah. the street and he didn't even tell us, he just <laughs> dressed up and went to a party. He went to, a no, he, he he went so to someone's party. He, happened, <laughs> when that, had happened, honestly, yeah, my
1: son. He there was a like a barbecue across the street and a, yeah, we don't know these people from anywhere. We don't know them at all. Yeah. <laughs> but we were we were like, where's Josh? kind of thing for quite a minute like and then we find we find him and he's he he's at this party yeah with, with with these strangers and yeah it was just yeah this guy
0: just having a good time and then we are worrying you know and then you know and um, josh said you know uncle, did, did, I said, we didn't discipline you, uncle disciplined you, he said, yeah, he didn't, he didn't do anything to me, he just shouted at me, and I think, what did he do, pulled your ear?
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, and I said, oh, really? So I was like, oh, is that, is that all he did? And he said, yeah, 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 but, I like how he's out there for all his nephews and yeah, nieces, 100%. like trying to teach them yeah, better like and it's all that. As well. And i really that.
1: Uncle is kind of training for when you have kids yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. like, I, like, I, I, feel like, and and they are my kids as well. You know what I mean? Like, I see them. Yeah, yeah, like, like the way I see Josh. Yeah, they're uh, more like your kids. Like, uh, yeah, like everybody. Like, like, I, like, I don't see they're my kids, I, I'll, I'll treat them the same way and, and you know, I'm so it's like, yeah, you just gotta have that same attitude
3: Bye
0: Yeah Yeah Oh, this is amazing listening, guys thank you so much for today I am so grateful that you could all, like, come on I know we've struggled a bit we're getting things to work but, you know, we got them the end I'm really, really, really grateful. Hello. Thank, Thank you. you, Dr. Thank you, Solomon. Thank You're you, Deborah. Welcome. Thank you all. Um, Our, our, our Bible verse for today
1: is...
0: um, Where are we? Over there. Yeah, so Matthew 19, 14, it says, Let the little children come to me and do not hinder Amen. them, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. Amen. Amen. And you know what? This... Verse relates us even now because we're so as much as we're growing in body and age and whatever mm-hmm. we're still kids like we're still God's children we're still we're still learning and evolving yeah. and changing every day and you know yeah growing and that's like the most important things and very soon some of you will also become parents like myself and then you, you it's not a walk in the park. But it's still so doable. Like you can bring the best out of your children with all the tools, even the even the negative tools that you were, you know, you were dealt. You can use those tools to uh, to, to bring a positive outcome, like with your kids. So if you're out there and you're a parent and you're struggling and you're wondering, like, my kids are this, my kids are that. Maybe you should try other ways. You know, there's so many ways. Like in our world today, there's support groups, there's support systems of how to handle like our kids. And there's a lot of things like online tools you can read, there's courses you can take for parenting. Don't don't feel too big or too proud to kind of get some support if you're struggling with the kids, you know, because they are the future and we need them. So for me, I I didn't take things with my kids for yeah. granted. Like if I feel that I need help, then mm-hmm. I'm gonna get the help to be the best version of myself, so that I can raise them right. Mm-hmm. And that's like that's the most important thing because we know better now. Yeah. And so we should do more. Like we should be willing to do more to to bring the best out in them. And before we go, we're just gonna listen to um loyalty for a bit. Um, Solomon's song. I'm gonna put the link below for you to like download. But you can get it on iTunes, Spotify, other um, music
2: platforms. I get the I you?
0: If you want to download okay, it, you good. can download it there. I did. So I'm gonna. <laughs>
1: for Oh.
0: Wow. Okay. So, yeah, that's loyalty. That's how it's termed. um, If you want to listen to it, you can download it on all. Um, the platforms like I said and you can just have some fun with it and listen to the words more especially because it makes so much sense (laughs) so thank you all so much thank Thank you you. I still remain the one and only B. thanks for listening and I'll catch you next week with Motivation Mondays with Sharon have a lovely lovely week and I wish you all the best and a happy birthday to everyone who celebrated their birthday this week and last week, especially my Happy friend birthday. Belinda. Birthday. your birthday! Happy birthday! Love you! Love you! Love you! Happy
4: birthday. Bye love bye. See you
1: bye. soon. Bye.
0: Have a lovely.